Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Filmmaking Sucks podcast. Where we talk to you about all sorts of filmmaking stuff. That's what we do. That's my new one. That's the new one. Okay, I like it. Short and sweet. To yeah. the point. Um, so we have a guest this week. We do. We'll get we right have a into very it. special guest. Get straight into it. Um, introduce yourself, guest. Hello, I'm Dr. Michelle Conti. I was a film professor for 15 years. And I'm the assistant director of Horror Hound Film Festival, one of the largest and most popular film festivals specializing in horror in the United States, maybe the planet. I watch hundreds of independent horror flicks every year, as well as doing consulting work in film and media, as well as education. And I'm going more toward film, just specifically horror film, and a little bit of documentary and, and starting to cut out my education work. So um, doing more and more in the indie horror film community. Well, you're probably the most qualified guest we've ever had. So. Well, I don't know about that. You've had some pretty neat people here, and I tell you, I am honored to be among the the guests on your guys's podcast. Thank well, you so much you. for having me here. Well, we're very honored to have you. Thank you. I don't know where to go from there. Me you, you you have the list. I have the list. So right, somebody well, invited can... me here <laughs> under the premise of. Uh, you know, you, we can play with special effects stuff and make some blood and all that sort of stuff. That's, so that's um, a good hook. Yeah. It's a very good. It's hook. a really good. There's, hook. There will be blood. There will be blood. That's the hook. There will be blood. Well, we always need more blood. Yeah. Blood yeah. makes it better. It blood worked for Daniel Day <laughs> Lewis. It, it can work for it us. It does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> uh, so, have you ever been to Horror Hound? I've been to Horror. You've been to Horror Hound. I have yet to have the uh, the honor. Yes, it's my fun. my Horror Hound cherry has not been popped yet. It's a fun little convention. Little. Little. It's little. It's little. Yeah. 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 People yeah. come to see Negan. That's about it. No, that's it. Oh, that was insane. <laughs> that was yeah. insane. The Negan line was crazy when we yeah. were there. It was um, till like two o'clock in the morning, something like one o'clock in the afternoon. They told people, okay, we can't, no more lines. And they handed out tickets. Whoever was online got a ticket with a time. Does that happen a lot? There are certain people who draw more of a crowd than uh-huh. others. Uh, generally, like, he was wonderful. He was. And uh, generally, it's those who are super good to their to their mm-hmm. fans, to the horror community. Um, that they're, even when they play the toughest worst villains out there <laughs> that they're absolute sweet peas in mm. real life you know jeffrey dean morgan was wonderful um kane hodder is a an he's amazing human him. being yeah. he's awesome he's, he's just awesome. fantastic um we actually so. met him at one of the conventions he had just had shoulder surgery so like, he actually had literally the day before the day before yeah and, and his arm was in, in a bandage. He had like the thing. Surgery gauze still on his neck and everything. And mm-hmm. he's and he sitting still there, there signing shit. Right. Robert England is amazing mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so the, the worse the villain, the, the better the person. They're just sweet people. Tony Todd's awesome too. Oh my goodness. He is so, oh my. Okay, so the last horror hound. I ran into him outside the hotel. Mm-hmm. And we just stood there talking for a little while and visiting and. He's like, hey, do you want to grow a picture or anything? And, you know, <laughs> I'm less than five foot tall. <laughs> yes. And, you know, he's, I don't know, a thousand feet tall. And, you know, he's just, oh, just big hugs and all of that. Just so nice. So gracious. <laughs> uh, he'd been at the screening that I'd introduced the evening before. And, mm. yeah, then that, that whole team was, was wonderful. So those, those things matter. 
and that's that's what brings it in. You said the little, we are we are just tiny, tiny. I mean, we only had like 50, <laughs> 60, 70,000 people come yeah. through the not last. Many, not many people have heard of Horror Hound. They're going to be something someday. Yeah. Someday, you guys. <laughs> Oh, it's it's Fun a wonder. <laughs> it is a wonderful family in the horror community to be part of. A little hole in the wall convention center <laughs> and film festival, right? We yeah, our film no, no, festival. No, no, it's in a convention center. Oh, okay. yeah. mean. We had more than eighty films at our last festival. Wow, or about eighty films. We we nice. grew to two screening rooms, mm -hmm. um, pushing through all the time, all the time, all the time, as much as we possibly could. Mm -hmm. It was difficult to select, but we had like two hundred and fifty or so submitted just for that that period. Wow, and we do. Two right now we're doing two festivals a year, uh, one in March in Cincinnati, Ohio, mm -hmm. and then one in September in Indianapolis, Indiana. Mm -hmm. Then we're, you know, we look, sometimes we pop up somewhere else and do some little Christmas something or, oh, you fun. know, H4O or whatever, some little special thing happens. Uh, that's not necessarily a festival, although we'll show some, we'll screen some films, yeah. you know, that came from the previous fest. Mm -hmm. but. Yeah, we're more and more coming through and really want to encourage that that independent horror filmmaker community, you know, get off your butt and pick up your camera and go make it happen, Captain, because we believe in you. I, do. I have a, um, it's not on our list, it's a little different, but uh, um, because we've had this, uh, we've had things like this kind of come our way. How, how did you get involved with Horror Hound? How did I get involved and, with Horror Hound? Yeah, and um, for... F some filmmakers like you did the we, we did the women in horror fest yeah how would a filmmaker get involved with a convention and film festival all right those are two separate yeah. questions you're probably gonna yes have, I, I'm, I'm an academic remember who i am i am i am an academic uh, i have a phd i went to film school i studied adult education mm. so how to relate to the adult student that sort of thing specialized in film and media mm. so so i can get off on a tangent and go down a rabbit hole. You <laughs> might have to reel me we'll back reel in. reel you back in. All right, so I was, I learned about Horror Hound. I knew about the magazine and all that kind of stuff, you mm -hmm. know, because I've been a gore hound for years and years and years. And uh, so I was in, well, I'm, I'm, I'm very athletic. Mm -hmm. I try to keep myself in shape, that sort of stuff, because I like food mm -hmm. and I like community and I like culture and that sort of thing. So, Somewhere around, I guess it was 2011, I was out training for a mud run. Mm -hmm. Wow. I mm. was, and I hurt my leg really bad and got myself back to my car, got myself to my house, did the take two Tylenol and put a bag of frozen peas on it, yeah. you know. Yeah. Three days later, it's, my knee is swelled up the size of a grapefruit and it's catching up to a cantaloupe. It's just really bad. So I hustle into... I hobble, let's be honest. Yeah. I hobble into my doctor's <laughs> office. Hustling, hustling. Uh, I, had a re I have a really good relationship with my, with my general practitioner, and she was going between rooms when I came in, mm. and she saw me come in, and she immediately stopped what she was doing. She was like, you're my healthy one. What, the, what did you do? Yep. Come here right now. So we skipped the whole, I just put my stuff down on the counter. I go back in. She's like, I don't know what you did, but you have really done something. This is serious. I want you to go here right now so she sent me in for an MRI mm -hmm. immediately go right yeah. now um, and then come back here and then I had a specialist the next day and it was like oh I I had peeled the cartilage off of my right leg oh my god a spider web fracture in my femur oh so the fact that I was up and walking around they yeah. were like you 
what, how are you doing this? Yeah. We had to search for specialists that could put my leg back together. I ended up with a brace that went from my hip to my ankle. Um, and it took four surgeries to fix what I'd done. The oh best God. specialist to do, the best specialist team to do what needed to be done was in Indianapolis, Indiana okay. at Ortho Indy. All right, very thankful for them, very thankful. I was able to keep my leg, I can walk, I can run, all of that sort of stuff because of this team. Wow. And then the people back home in Missouri uh, that were able to help me mm. through rehab. So I'm checking in to meet with the specialist at Ortho Indy. And uh, this fellow that was doing my check-in paperwork, mm. uh, his name was Jason. He had this cute, cute little fat bat tattoo up on no. his bicep. And I'm like, oh, I, I love your tattoo. And he's like, oh, I like your skull and all this. And because uh, I got the big skull on my arm. And uh, so then we start talking horror and he's like, oh, it's, it's Horror Hound weekend. And I'm like, what? So he gives me directions and I go into Horror Hound. Like, this is fantastic. These are my people, right? <laughs> I'm on crutches. I got this brace going all the way. Like, I have got to get involved here. I've got to get involved yeah. here. So I grab somebody running around in a volunteer t-shirt. And I mean, I, I deal with anxiety and stuff like that. I understand social anxiety, but um, I've been able to, through a lot of work and a, a good therapist and, and good research, been able to overcome a lot and like learn how to cope with it. Mm -hmm. So I put that, all right, go in as the professor, do this thing. So I grabbed somebody in a volunteer shirt and I was like, hey, um, this is who I am and, and who would I talk to about getting involved? So they take me to the volunteer coordinator. The volunteer coordinator's like, whoa, PhD, film professor, you need to talk to Mr. Jason Hignite. <laughs> and so they take me, I'm hobble, 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 <laughs> over to meet Jason. Yeah. And uh, let's stick my hand out and we're going to do this thing, right? And this is who I am and I this is really cool and I would love to get involved. Mm -hmm. And then over the next, because I, I went through the four surgeries, right, to put my leg together. So it took a little while. And we emailing and all of that, and I did some little writing, and we're chatting on the phone. And so as I'm going through them putting my leg back together, I'm getting involved with Horror Hound. And um, then I'm showing up at Horror Hound, fresh out of surgery, with you know a whole new piece on my leg, and going around mm -hmm. and talking to people and learning stuff and gathering interviews for my students when I was teaching and uh, you know my university seminars and all. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's how I got involved, and then it was just more and more. As my leg healed, I became more of the Horror Hound family and started reviewing films and was asked to be on the selection committee, which was a great honor. Yeah. Uh, Jason went from being my boss to being my boss and my friend. Mm -hmm. um, they're a fantastic group. The selection committee is amazing. Uh, we have some super strong, wonderful, kind, beautiful people on this team, and uh, I'm thankful for it. So it's, I, I could have, I could have not been able to walk again, but uh, because that really serious sports injury happened, I got to meet some of the best people that I've ever met in my life. So and out of the bad stuff, good stuff comes right. out of a literal life-changing injury. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it's helped with the depression, the situational depression. It's helped with the, with the situational anxiety, all that sort of thing. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, you just, you have to find a way to overcome it. Whatever it is, you have to find a way to overcome it. Yeah. And I just, hi, I'm Dr. Michelle Conti, and this mm -hmm. is really awesome. I'd love to be involved. 
And so you asked how can filmmakers get yeah. involved. Um, walk up to one of us, mm. use your manners, be polite, have your elevator speech. Hi, I'm so-and-so, mm. I do such-and-such, such. I would love to be involved. That's and don't be afraid to volunteer, right. even in the uh, beginning. Right, right, volunteer, you can volunteer with the with Horror Hound Convention, you can Horror Hound, or you can volunteer just specifically with the film festival. Use your manners, be polite, be responsible, re be respectful. If you sign up for a shift, which our shifts are like two to four hours usually, yeah. be there early, you know, be ready, uh, be a team player, mm. get your name out there, that sort of stuff, that goes a long mm. way, yeah. and then it just, it just builds one mm. thing to the next thing to the next thing. See, I, I asked that because I see a lot of, um, a lot of a lot of festivals and conventions that always post they're looking for volunteers or looking for volunteers we need people to help out with the festival or people to help out with the convention do you want to come for free do you want to do you want to be at a festival for free and we say and we learned this big time at macabre fair mm -hmm. overall over the years of macabre fair that just helping out with the festival is the best way yeah. to meet other filmmakers mm -hmm. because you're there, you're working with, they have a reason to speak to you and you have a reason to speak to them. So they, I mean, it, this just it doesn't forces have to be. In, yeah, it could force interaction. That's what yeah. I, that's what I, that this is, you know. Yeah, so for all, for all our listeners and viewers who want to get to get to know their local film, film community, found a film festival and volunteer, you know, it's only a two or four hour shift. You probably get into see the movies for free. Or your contact, you know, you're interacting with other filmmakers. You know, if you don't have the money, it's a it's a great way just to volunteer your time and get to know people that way. Right, and if you go with a group of friends, don't just stick with your group of friends. Mm -hmm. Like you're all going to share a hotel room, right? Yeah. Fantastic. Now make a plan, and you're going to divide and conquer. Mm -hmm. and then you come back together later, as opposed to just going around in your own little ball of rolling chaos, which mm -hmm. I understand can be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, then you haven't networked. You haven't met people. Branch out, get out there, talk to people, mm -hmm. and uh, don't let whatever your negative situation is hold you back mm -hmm. from the positive things yeah. that are there. It's hard. It is super difficult, but you can do it. Practice, 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 and practice that speech, practice that introduction, get out there and just do it. Well, it could also be very simple, as, you know, especially if you're walking around something like Horham, where it's like, you see a cool t-shirt, compliment the t-shirt, you know, there, there's been plenty of times that people have commented on my shirt, and I get into a conversation with them. Definitely. You know? mm -hmm. being, yeah. being approachable yeah. and approaching other people in a fun, polite, and respectful way mm -hmm. goes a long way. That's what I miss about Monster Mania. Yeah. It's one of the main things I miss about it. Yeah. That, uh, um, just going to the bathroom is a 90-minute trip. <laughs> we did it for so many years. We know everyone. We know all the vendors. We know everyone. So it's you can't get anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Let me, may I tell a story? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I love the horror community, the independent horror community. These are my people. And I'll, I'll tell you a little story about when I was at Horror Hound on crutches with this Mm. brace that takes up my entire right leg. I had a sling bag on and I got really good with my crutches, okay, and a backpack. Of course and she, I'm, she she became she became an Olympic an Olympian with crutches. I can almost do flips <laughs> on those crutches. I was super but it was two years worth of crutches. So you get good, right? Yeah. Hey let me let me let me show you this. All right, so I'm I'm headed to the bathroom and there's this little family, mom, a dad, a little sister and a big brother. The little boy was just cute as he could be. He was probably like somewhere between 8 and 10 years old. And I really wish I remembered his name. And I, if he's listening, honey, I am so sorry. But I, let's just say I was, I was medicated. I just had surgery. He jumps up and runs over. And ma'am, can I help you? 
and he gets the door Ooh. for me. Um, he hollers, he doesn't stick his head in the ladies' room, he hollers into the ladies' room, excuse me, ladies, she's on crutches, would you please check and make sure there's nothing on the floor? Oh my god. And then he said, you just, you just tap on the door, tot, 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 and I will open the door when you're done and I'll help you out. Let me get you a chair, all of this sort of thing. And I mean, his parents are just smiling, his little sister's just, I don't know, she had her little Freddy doll or whatever, mm. you know. <laughs> and they're just sweet as they could be, and they're like, he's always been this way. He's always been this way. He's just so sweet, so polite, goes out of his way to help other people. Like, I wear too much. I make up for this. I'm getting a little teary eyed. <laughs> I too. I'm getting a little teary eyed. There's an, there's an that, army of onions attacking the room right now. <laughs> you know, just such a sweet pea. And, you know, he runs over, he's like, you know, can I get you a bottle of water? All of that sort of thing. This is, this individual, this little boy, it's not involved with horror hound. It's not like, you know, his parents run it or anything. He's just a horror fan yeah. Yeah. who was paying attention to other horror fans. Yeah. And I sat there and kicked it with them for a little while and that sort of thing. And then went on about business, you yeah. know. Uh, but that that little boy and his family, these such sweet people, they really are like the personification mm -hmm. of the horror community, particularly the independent horror community, yeah. because it's such a close network. You're in the family. People work together and help each other out. And that just stuck with me. And that, that was something that I carried with me of why I'm part of Horror Hound. Mm -hmm. You know, why am I here? I'm here because these are the people that I'm serving and yeah. these are the people that I'm working with and I have the opportunity, I get the privilege of doing this <laughs> twice a year for almost a week at a time because I get there early and I oh, stay yeah. late mm -hmm. and all of that sort of stuff. For some people this is their vacation. Mm -hmm. For some people that's all they get is a little bit because they're working 17 jobs to be able to buy the latest edition mm -hmm. of whatever just came out on DVD. Um, or whatever streaming service they use, or you know they're they're working three jobs to make the movie that they just put out yes. on DVD <laughs> or streaming service. It's it's an amazing piece, an amazing um, piece of culture and segment of society. Cool. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we got our uh, our tearjerker out of the way, let's uh, <laughs> let's get into how 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 filmmakers can get their film to Horror Hound. <laughs> so, uh, when submitting to a festival, I assume that's pretty straightforward. You have a film freeway that we, you, they yeah, can submit sub to? Submit on Film Freeway. Most of our films come through Film Freeway. Every now and then, um, you know, it comes through another means as we do get films from all over the world. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to mm -hmm. be negative about someone who's sending me their film from Kuwait or yeah. Iraq or Afghanistan because, or whatever, you know, yeah, I get it. They don't have the internet, but they made a film. Right. And there's some really fantastic <laughs> yeah. pieces that are coming out of, out of those areas. And mm. I encourage everyone uh, that wants to make an independent horror film, do it, do it now, do it yesterday, mm. do it tomorrow. Absolutely. You know, so, but yeah, film freeway is the best way to do it. Um, we're usually accepting films because mm -hmm. of the, the yeah, two festivals the two per, per year. Always looking for content. Yeah. Okay, so then when when going to the Film Freeway account, you know, you and I have had a couple conversations about this. There's all these little sections, such as director statement. There's an option for cover letters. 
What can our listeners do to try and help themselves out to look the best for someone like you? Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to do a, <laughs> I'm going to do a picture. little shameless self promotion here. Mm, absolutely, go for it. Because I've been watching like this last fest, 250 or so. Uh, we've already got more than a hundred, like 120 or something submitted for the next one. People send me their films all the time through mm. email, Facebook, this, that, and the other thing. You know, they hand me their films. I'm, it's not going to be too long, though. It's going to be like thousands. But yeah. I'm already watching hundreds of indie horror films a year. I watch every single one that's submitted on Film Freeway. And I started noticing trends. Mm -hmm. So I, over the past 18 months, mm -hmm. I have been working with a team of specialists to put my my PhD and all my, my degrees in order or in effect to mm -hmm. help the independent horror filmmaker and designed a course called the Professor of Horror to help Very independent cool. horror filmmakers. It's going to expand into multiple courses depending upon your skill level and specifically what you need. Mm -hmm. But this, this first course is for the, the independent horror filmmaker who's made a film yeah. and they want to get better. Mm -hmm. They've made it, or the independent for, horror filmmaker who has made a film that's had success, made another film that didn't have success. They're trying to figure out what worked, what didn't. Right. So I'm, I'm working on that. That's awesome. That group of independent horror filmmakers to help them improve their films, improve all of the different aspects of festing, mm -hmm. of filmmaking, so that they can get further down the road. Because it's super, super, super easy to give negative feedback on a film. Hey, your film sucked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That doesn't, but that doesn't help <coughs> no. anybody. No, that doesn't no. help And anyone. it's mean, and yeah. it's depressing, and it, ah. Uh, well, what, what was good about it? What was bad about it? How can I make it better? And that's what the Professor of Horror is doing is, listen, you had a great idea. Mm -hmm. Your execution here needs some work. Let's take a look at your film length. Your blood is wrong. I'm a gore hound. Yeah. I'm judging, heavily, heavily mm -hmm. judging your gore. I'm heavily judging your, your blood. Mm -hmm. If it's the wrong color, yeah. Elizabeth Bathory is not sitting in a tub full of pumpkin puree sunshine. <laughs> and if you can't fix that in post, like if it, if it looks good on set, then you get the footage and you're like, oh goodness sakes. And it doesn't work in post, flip that sucker to black and white. Yeah. Do something, cause orange ain't carrying you. Mm -mm. Pink isn't gonna do it. If it looks like that margarita that's in that funny machine at yeah. the chain Mexican restaurant. Yeah. Oh, one come of, on, one baby. One of our first short films, the, 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 the blood turned like violet halfway through the scene. <laughs> Like as it as it just settled and congealed, mm -hmm. it started to turn violet, and we're shooting, and it's like. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, you know, I yeah. have, I've, I've, I've done but this. We did too. not. We never sent that to any festivals either, though. So. <laughs> but you learned. We learned. But you yes. learned. Yes. I'm also coming out with a book. The uh, beta has already been sent out. It's the Blood Bible. It's a collection Ooh. of my favorite fil uh, film blood recipes. Mm -hmm. And there are pictures with it. There's notes with it. I made most of the recipes. My so they're team actually and I, tried out. Right. Yeah. And, and so there's there's notes on it. There's light readings. Oh, so you wow. can tell. So you this, you know, Dr. Conti took this picture under these conditions. This yeah. is what it looked like. Mm -hmm. There are vegan recipes. There's uh, vegetarian recipes. There are best recipes that are best for blood packs for the actors' mouths. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. So it's not tasting like chemical. Instead, mm -hmm. it tastes like chocolate and strawberry. Yeah, well, well you, you don't like the taste of chemicals? <laughs> it gets kind of old after a while. You know, your tongue goes numb. They can't yeah. deliver their lie that they give you their mouth. 
So, you know, help them out that way. So this is the Blood Bible's coming out soon to help with those things. Uh, we do talk about, in the course, we do talk about all of your, your paperwork, mm -hmm. your cover letter, your film synopsis, your director's statement, all these other little pieces. Now, when I'm coming, I'm coming at this as the assistant director of Horror Hound, but I don't represent Horror Hound as a whole. No. Everybody is in my, on the team and a team that I support fully. We are a team and I, full, I support them fully. Mm -hmm. Every one of us has a different background. We yeah. have a different specialty. So we're looking at it from a different angle. So for my slice of the selection committee pie, mm -hmm. I look at your film synopsis first. By the time I get to your cover letter, you've either really turned me on and mm -hmm. I wanna know more about you, or you've turned me off so bad that I'm curious. I'm like, what in the <laughs> holy name of Freddy Krueger is going on here? Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I don't read every single cover letter. I don't have time. Right. But I do read every single synopsis. Mm -hmm. And that helps me to judge when I wanna watch the film. Mm -hmm. Am I gonna watch this on the treadmill at the gym? Is this something that I can watch when my daughter, I have a 20 year old daughter, is this something that she and I can watch together? Is this something that's gonna be triggering? So I need to make sure that I am mentally in the right place for this trigger. Yeah. Because I, I love splatterpunk. Mm -hmm. I love grindhouse. I love torture porn. I love all the just really hardcore mm -hmm. original martyrs, thriller, cruel picture, 120 days of Sodom. I love that stuff, but I can't just watch that any day. Yeah. You gotta be prepared. So I use it to judge when I'm gonna watch it, what conditions I'm gonna watch it, that sort of thing. So synopsis, should that be something more? Because, you know, a lot of times you're writing your synopsis, um, you know, just explaining the story or kind of giving that, that little preview into what the film is. Would it be helpful to include something to the effect of um, a trigger warning or something that gives the, the, the reader a cue? Yes and no. Okay. Short, sweet, to the point. Yes. Who, what, when, where, why, and how. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just a good paragraph where every Hemingway said don't use two words when one will do yeah get to the point I don't need to know everything about the film no. but you can tell me that this is a hardcore grindhouse styled exploitation piece that deals with X Y and Z yeah well fantastic now I know what I'm going into or you can say this is a light-hearted buddy comedy about two vampires who <laughs> learn the importance of sunscreen. <laughs> oh, hey, okay. Light-hearted buddy comedy. I can watch this regardless of who's yeah. around, yeah. that sort of thing. Funny is funny no matter what. Yeah. Well, it, uh, no. I'm okay. sorry. I'm sorry. There was a film that, I sh right. that we saw not too long ago. It was funny. It, uh -huh. was, it was funny. But... Um, it was. It could make you a little on the uncomfortable side. I will never okay. look at a carousel horse the same again. That's all I'll say. OMG! Wow. I will never. I'm, I, some I don't, Caligula stuff going on. <laughs> there's some strange <laughs> things out there. Some strange things. But I look at your your film synopsis first. Mm. Uh, then I look at your director statement. Mm. I don't need to know your lifetime movie of the week bio. Right. Okay. I love you. Film love. Don't get creepy. <laughs> but I, I love you and I'm glad that you film love you I'm glad you went through all that you got through to get to where you are mm -hmm. short sweet to the point polite precise then there's you know a little bit of director statement keep that brief little yeah. paragraph no more than five sentences in if, these if you need to keep scrolling through to read all these things 
I don't have yeah. time for all of that. <laughs> I can't keep that straight. Now, within that, check your work. Know you're there, there, and there. Know you're you're and your. Yeah. Particularly if you're submitting to me in English and English is your native language. Mm -hmm. If you're submitting to me from China, bless your heart, I look to see where it's coming from. Oh, this is from, you know, Beijing. This is from Hong Kong. This is from Tokyo. This is from Timbuktu. Yeah. Okay, okay, I get you. I get you. Your subject yeah. verb language predicate. Barriers forgivable. Your subject mm -hmm. verb predicate is going to be off. Yeah. yeah. I applaud you for trying. Yeah. And I'm not going to judge you on that. That's but, an extra distance to, to actually right, get it all right. in English. But if I look and your address is three blocks over from me, <laughs> why didn't you catch me when I was on my morning run and be like, hey, Dr. Conti, I'll buy your bagel if you would please take a look <laughs> at this. I'm sure you have a friend on Facebook who's a grammar, um, grammar demon. And I'm trying not to use it. Yeah. Uh, there are certain words that I'm not using anymore. So um, they'll look at it for you. Edit your work. You're Get just going to have a whole bunch of people waiting outside your house with bagels. You know that, right? <laughs> then we're all going to start meeting at the homeless shelter, and we are going to get bagels to everyone, and we are going to spread horror film love and help people who are in a bad way. That's what we're going to do. This morning's breakfast is brought to you by the professor of horror. <laughs> <laughs> So those, if I look at, and the reason for that is if I look at your film synopsis, uh -huh. your five lines that you're giving me, yeah. and it's sloppy, and the capitalization is wrong, and the word choice is wrong, and you're using wrong words, and your punctuation is off, then I'm going to, I'm wondering, I'm wondering, I'm not immediately judging, but I am wondering, like, well, what kind of care did they put into their film? Right. But please don't skip your director's statement. Please don't skip your film synopsis. So if it's empty, it just looks like you don't care. Right, you don't put in a film synopsis for me. I have no idea what I'm going into. Yeah. So when there, so here's a question that we get a lot: um, works in progress. Um, how? What do you feel about works in progress? All right. So works in progress fall into two camps. Um, one that when I watch it, I can't really tell mm -hmm. because you've already done so much work on it. You're just tweaking some things. Or when I watch it, I can tell where it is because you made a note. Yeah. Add slash marks to this chess piece. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fix this. So I know exactly what you're doing and I can judge on where you're headed with it. Yeah. And then there's the other side where, honey, it's not a work in progress. It's a work. <laughs> you haven't progressed yet. Is this raw you footage, essentially? <laughs> Almost. This is, your, uh, this is your basic rough edit. What? You haven't leveled your sound. Mm -hmm. So part of it is super loud. Part of it is super soft. There are no sound effects, so I don't know what they just jumped and looked at. I don't know if it was a gunshot, if it was a door slam, if this is a spooky piece. We haven't fixed your, your color, you haven't fixed your, your light or anything like that, so it's super dark or it's totally blown out. And when it's dark or blown out, then I ha I'm thinking when I'm watching these things of how well it's going to screen. Yeah. yeah. Just because it looks good on your computer doesn't mean it's going to look good in my screening room. Because you can fiddle with the knobs and make sure it is where you want it because you're the artist. Mm -hmm. Like I said, this last one, we had two screening rooms, a total of about 80 films. Yeah. I can't, I don't have time to go through and micro-tweak each and every piece, no. each and every film to make and sure that, that it's... And that's not your job either. Right. Yeah. It's, send me what you want. So give me something that is at least far enough, that is so far along in the process that I know what's happening. Mm -hmm. And I know where it's going to go. You know, yeah. if you're in your 
you got this is 90 plus percent done and yeah. you're just doing mm -hmm. a few little tweaks that I don't notice mm -hmm. or there are just a few little pieces that you're waiting on for your CGI or something. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. But if you haven't really... Don't send a 50%. Don't send a 25%. No. <laughs> so, okay. So, so, so get it to 75%. At minimum. Approximate. 75% minimum. 90. 90. Okay. Well, okay. Okay. That's fair. If, that's fair. If you're that's doing a 75%, you better have a, you better have some pieces in there uh -huh. or have had a conversation with me or yeah. my boss or someone on the team be like, listen, we really understand what's happening. Mm -hmm. This is what we got. You yeah. know, uh, we have two fists a year. Yeah, it's true. Can you hold yeah, out and true. send yeah, me a good piece? Yeah. Can you hold out and send me a good piece? Mm -hmm. Unless it's just like super topical. But again, that's a conversation thing that you got to do. Yeah. And remember, I can't do a conversation one-on-one -on -one with absolutely everybody. Yeah. I can't tell you how many emails that I, I get a day, how many Facebook messages I get a day, how many text messages I get a day that I'm just, I, all, I, I can't even respond. Mm -hmm. This stuff is starting to go through someone for me because I can't keep up. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move on film length. This is a big one. It's a big, big debate. Uh, what is the big debate for filmmakers, Lindsay, for the film length? Uh, filmmakers always want it longer. They Everybody always, wants a they don't statement. like limits. What time do you think? How long yeah. should my film How be? How long should my film be? And, and, and sometimes it's also, well, I need this much time. It doesn't matter. Uh, you know, I need to tell my story. And uh, uh, Well, some blanket stuff that I can say as far as film length is concerned. Yeah. I know that you love your film, and I, I applaud that. I encourage it. But it, it needs to be short, sweet, and to the point. I need to know what's going on. Stick to your story, all right? I don't need a whole bunch of side stories that get things convoluted and confusing. Mm -hmm. I have to think as a festival programmer about keeping butts in seats, mm -hmm. satisfying my fans, making sure that my fans have their needs met. And I have to program this thing, yeah. all right? Boss Band and I got to sit down with the team and figure out what we're going to do and how we're going to do it and what the flow of the festival. So as far as shorts are concerned, stick to the point. I like a good 15-minute short. If you can do it in less than that, fantastic. If you need a couple more minutes, I understand, but cut that, trim the fat out of that. Uh, as far as features are concerned, man, I love a good hour and a half feature. Yeah. You can give me a good story in an hour and a half. Mm. I got you. I got you. I've seen some nice stuff that's been two, two and a half hours, but it's hard to program. Mm. You know, two hours and three minutes. I have two hour film blocks. I can't. I can't yeah. do that. It's really difficult, and I, it's, I gotta pair you with a feet with a short. Because we do a, a short and a feature, yeah. a short and a feature. Yeah. Sometimes we do a shorts block, that sort of thing. So it's it's more difficult to program. Uh, I'm watching all of this stuff. I know to you it all makes sense as the filmmaker, and you think I need this, but you don't need to film splain to me. Right. Okay. I don't need to watch Shannon. Like the story is that Shannon goes to get a coffee, and then on the way back from the coffee, they get beamed up into outer space. I don't need to see. Shannon get out of bed, take a shower, brush their teeth. You need to know oh, how she makes that coffee. Da, da, da. Oh no, mm -hmm. I don't need to know what brand it was. I don't need a flashback to. I don't necessarily need a flashback to how Shannon went to the grocery store and how they picked out their coffee. Where the bean came from. You don't need to know that. Right, right. I don't need all of that stuff. So don't make it an Anne Rice novel. Mm. Okay. You know, just just <laughs> get to the point there. 
And um, so one of the challenges with Horror Hound specifically would be that it's also a convention. It is, yeah. It's so submitting your two and a half hour epic masterpiece, um, it's going to be competing against people. All that stuff that's going on outside that room. Yeah, it's all the vendors and all the guests and all this, and and you're really asking somebody to sit there for two and a half hours. Miss, a sh- miss the rest of the convention as well. Yeah, right. And remember, you know, anatomy goes to sleep. Your butt goes to sleep. Mm-hmm. Your feet fall asleep. You're mm-hmm. tired. You have to pee. You need a snack. Maybe you're there with your family because Horror Hound tries to, to be inclusive and right. you know there are a lot of families that you see come through horror hound so kids can't always sit there for the full well and we're not always it's not always a kid's film. friendly yeah so you know maybe you've got a parent who is wrangling the children while another parent or a friend mm-hmm. or a grandparent or whatever you know whatever your relationship is one person's wrangling children while another person is watching a film you got to play off of that um, and yeah there's there's Kane Hodder in the other room there's Robert England in the other room. Right. And they have photo ops at a certain time. Yeah, I know. Yeah, there's, there's stuff have, that's got to go People have an on. entire weekend. People show up to Horror Hound an entire weekend planned minute by minute by minute of what they're going to do. They're going to hit this on Friday at 7, then i got to be over at this in this room by 7.45 because there's a panel over there and there's a... Yeah, and remember it's a that it's circus going on, <laughs> right? And it's a and it's it's vacation for people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is a break for people. It is family for people. Mm-hmm. It is friends for people. I have people that I love dearly, that I only get to see them twice a year. Yeah. And so when I see them, when they show up at Horror Hound, you know, it's run over and hug your neck, and you gotta catch up on the past six months worth of things. There are filmmakers who I love these people. Mm-hmm. I mean. But they're off making films all over the place. I, got right. a, I have a buddy in the UK that not only is it difficult because they're in the UK, I have a whole, actually a whole clique of people in the UK that are, I, I really care about. But they're over there and then they're going internationally making films. Hmm. So maybe I only see them a couple times a year. I only see them in real life. Thanks to social media and technology, I, we can keep up with each other. But right. you've got your epic two and a half hour long <laughs> piece. Or I can go see my homie. Yeah. I'll catch up. I'll check out part of your film. But I got to go. Yeah. yeah. You know? So then you, this is one thing you have to really ask is like how, pe- how much are people really going to sit through that? Know your film. Know your audience. Mm-hmm. Know your purpose. Y- you're the director. Mm-hmm. You want to make a little extra money? You have the film festival cut. Then you have the director's cut. Yes. All right. I love the director's cut. When I'm home. Mm-hmm. Or in my office, in my big comfy chair, yeah. and I got, I kicked off my Chuck Taylors and my feet are on my desk. I got my snack, I got my dog, yeah. I have my tasty beverage. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm going to give you two and a half hours. I'm blocked off this time. <laughs> Let's do it. But I'm at the festival. Hey, get to the point. Where's the monster? Where's the blood? I need some fun. And, um, and I got to go meet Kane Hodder now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. And that's, that's a good way to build publicity and start building your audience, too. Director's cut versus festival cut. Absolutely. One more thing on, on film length. Yeah. There have been some that have been amazing. There have been some that have won awards for being that that featurette, that mid-length, mm-hmm. you know, 48 minutes to 52 minute, that kind of thing. There's some, they're outliers. But those are ridiculously difficult to program. Yeah. When I see that come through, 
I take a deep breath. I sigh a little bit. I'm just like, oh, oh my goodness, this is going to hurt because it's probably going to be good. It's probably going to be short and sweet to the point for a feature, but it's going to be difficult to program. So be aware. If that's what you're submitting, you're, you're really, there's some challenges with that featurette mid-length piece. So, so the may... best thing to do to make your live and our lives easier and, and, and to be more successful and have a better festival run is to actually help you be able to program it more efficiently and follow within that kind of allotted block time. Be considerate and, you know, hey, uh, sign up for the Professor of Horror course yeah. and I will walk you through all of these <laughs> How things. to get that, that 30, 40 right, minutes down yeah. uh, or yeah, up. Right, you know, um, send me an email. We'll work together. I try to work within people's budgets of doing consulting work and that kind of stuff to be like, okay, you need a non-biased, educated opinion who's going to treat you like a human being, who's right. going to be nice to you, but is also not going to pull any punches or bullshit you. you got plenty of people that are like, oh, you're amazing. You made a film. Mm-hmm. You're amazing. You made a film. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's perfect. Now, let's make let's it better. Let's fix it. Yeah. yeah. Now, let's fix it. Yeah. So. Love it. Okay, great. Um, so we covered that uh, real quick because you are a professor of horror. We wanted to talk about what you think makes a good horror film. You need to know your film and know your audience. We keep saying that over and over and over yep. and it's vital. Okay. And I'm going to talk a little bit about my team because I love my team. <laughs> we are a very diverse group. We know that. Uh, we're, we're designed that way. All right. <coughs> Big Boss put us together to be like, this person represents... Fans. This person or recognizes what it is as a filmmaker. This person's an academic. This person is a this. This person is a is a performer. Mm. Okay, so that we're it's coming, yeah, multiple so that we're, directions. Right, and cover them all. Right, so we're well balanced. Right. What's going to work for me may not work for one of my colleagues, one of my esteemed. I love them. I'm going to support them, colleagues. Okay. Mm. So if you're making a found footage film, well, I am not a found. One of my favorite films is a found footage piece yeah. that says a lot about that film and that filmmaker. Mm -hmm. But I'm not a huge found footage fan. I am a gore hound. Mm -hmm. I am judging your blood. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I am judging your your gore work. All right. And I stop and I freeze frame it. And I'm checking things out. I'm zooming in, pinching that screen, whatever it takes. I'm checking you there. That's my specialty. Mm -hmm. Right. What do I like? I like good heavy gore. You need more blood. I need that that reaction from, I need that reaction within myself. I need that reaction from my, my audience. I want to know what's happening with that performer, all mm -hmm. that sort of thing. So we go back to found footage. Not my, my favorite. Right. So if you're saying, I'm going to make, I want to make a found footage film that Conti is going to like, mm -hmm. you need to do your research. Do your research on me. Read what I write. Listen to what the stuff that I say right. so that you know how to reach me. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're making a found footage piece for my colleague who loves found footage and writes about found footage yeah. and usually does the found footage reviews, yeah. okay, then you read what they did and you research what they're interested in. Mm -hmm. Why does Conti not like found footage? I have a tendency to get motion sickness. That shaky cam, I'm a little nauseous and I have a headache. Yeah. And you can bring me found footage that doesn't have a heavy shaky cam or you, you know, maybe found, maybe this found footage, most of them, they, uh, they just kind of 
blurry the monster. They kind of blurry the gore. I'm not getting what I want. I you feel see cheated. That yeah, I yeah. want to see that monster. Yeah. And I'm doubting you because mm -hmm. of where yeah. I come from. Like, they got it. They got a Halloween mask. Yeah. Yeah. And we're trying to not show it. Yeah. Mm. We're hiding mistakes and calling it found footage. Right, right. Yeah. They think this is the easiest thing to be done, uh, which it's not. I think it is the one of, if not the it hardest is. to yeah. do, it is. is a good found footage we've, piece. Which we've is... been close to producing a couple of found footage films, and uh, we've had the producer or the writer say, well, I mean, it's found footage. You really, you know, like, like, like we don't have to worry about big camera setups. Like, no. Nope. Where the fuck are your lights? Where are all those lights? Where that a that actor is turning that camera in every direction, you don't see light stands, do you? That's because most of the time it's on a set that has all the lights built in. The whole thing is built right. to fit the facts so that that camera can turn anywhere and see no crew, no lights, no sound equipment on top of that. we got to build the set. Yeah, It yeah. would be way cheaper and way easier to do a straight narrative in your apartment than to rent a building... Spend a month building a set and plan out every single place that that camera is going to go. But if that's the story you want to tell. If that's the story you want to tell, then Then that's so the way you've got to do it and you yes. need to know that when you're going in but with your budget and everything. But a found footage film is like this. Doing a found footage film, that's a ballet. Yeah. Everything, it's like, it's like doing a long single take. Everything has to line up properly in order to do it right. You still have to do your research. You still have to mm -hmm. do your background work. Mm -hmm. You still have to light it well. All yeah. of those sort of things. Maybe you don't have to go so far as to build a set. There was a $15,000 found footage film that mm -hmm. really, a supernatural piece that really kicked all of this off. I'm sure mm -hmm. people know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I'm trying not to use proper nouns here because mm -hmm. yep. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But that the camera was mounted mm -hmm. and it stayed there. Yeah. yeah. And they knew exactly what they were doing. That was a well they, thought out, well researched It was plan. lots of... Pre-production, yeah. pre-production, yes. pre-production. They rehearsed. They knew what they were doing. Their blocking was solid. Mm -hmm. It looked natural. It looked good. That was a good found footage piece. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay? It's, the sound effects were used correctly. All of these little elements, they mm -hmm. stacked and packed that tower of Jenga very well. Mm -hmm. And that's why it worked. So that's that that right there is what makes a good horror movie. It, it's something that works within its genre. It plays to the strengths of the genre. It performs well, follows the rules. And if you're if you're going to follow, you need to know the rules before you break them. Yeah. So if you're going to break the rules, you need to have known them so you know how to break them correctly and you can make it work. So, you know, those things matter as well. Um, knowing your film, knowing your audience, knowing your target, yeah. why have a solid story, mm -hmm. a good follow, good through line. The found footage piece that's one of my favorites, there are multiple reasons, and it's because they figured out a, ma a way to make it work. They didn't build a whole new set for $100,000. They right. made this film for, I don't know, thirty-seven fifty and the money they found in the couch cushions. Wow. But, but it, was, it was a bigger budget than yeah. that. But, <laughs> but it was well lit. It did have good blood. Mm -hmm. It had solid dialogue. I got to see a monster in it. Um, there's a, a female Hispanic doctor is the lead. Oh, wow. So I got, finally get to see myself yeah. <laughs> as, as the main yeah. 
as the hero as actually a, a, a functional right. effective like actually the one right. the yeah. one and and that individual was dealing with issues that I deal with in my professional life mm -hmm. maybe not specifically I I wasn't battling a you know thousand year old monster that <laughs> you know fell out of space into the ocean and then crawled up onto the Jersey Shore I don't <coughs> have to deal with that issue right but mansplaining issues being taken seriously as an academic, judging whether or not you've lost your mind based on the information that, that you're researching and that sort of thing. These are real concerns that we face in different facets of our careers and our cultures. So another one is a, is a, is a complex, relatable character. Yes, the days of two-dimensional characters are gone, my friend. They yeah. are over, <laughs> over. You can't do that anymore because it's all been done. Yeah. Do, do, do. It's all been done. Yeah. So make it interesting. Make it unique. Stop saying, oh, it's good enough. Well, oh, we, can't, we can't do it. Yes, you can. Yes, you can do it. And I know filmmakers who are doing it, and they're doing it very well. And those filmmakers should be applauded. Yeah. So especially ones that, that use a strong voice, have a strong voice that, that you know, is unique and genuine to you is another, is right. the last Un one I'd say. Right. Unique aspect. Be strong. Be you. Use your voice. Yeah. I talk to people, when I talk to people at convention, at festivals, that sort of stuff, they come up to me, like after my independent filmmaker panel and stuff like that, and they're like, oh, I, I have this idea for a film, or I'm writing this treatment, I'm writing this script, I wrote this script, I wrote this story, I wrote blah, 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 blah. And in there, then they start self-doubt, and they say, but I don't know, that's probably too much. No, that this is stupid. I have this great idea, but it's really stupid. And stuff, no, no. The great idea that makes Lindsay's idea completely different, mm -hmm. that's what you go with. Yeah. Not the, I have a great idea to make a film about a zombie dog, but that's probably dumb, so I'll just make another zombie film. No! No! Make the zombie dog! <laughs> make the zombie dog! Do it! Yeah. Is it going to be... I love Frankenweenie. You, you want to see a zombie dog. I do. <laughs> I loved Frankenweenie. It was the greatest ever. I mean, but that, yeah, I mean, Tim Burton did Frankenweenie, what, like, 1990, whatever? Yeah. And it, but it was like, it was so genuine and so cute, and it just spoke to so many people. You know, that's what I, I sounds like the film festivals are looking for, something that grabs them that's just genuine and, and in, intriguing and engaging. Be strong, be unique, be you. Yeah. Bring you to it. Whatever it is that makes you say, oh, this is probably stupid, that's what you need to run with. Hmm? You know, be, be confident mm -hmm. in that. Be confident in your weirdness. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So, okay, so you talked about your team earlier, and it seems like, you know, Harhound really has a diverse kind of judging team. Um, how does the team judge a film? You don't have to get too specific with me, but just generally when a film comes in, Let's just like 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 a bill, how to make a bill. Let's follow that film through that process. When a film comes in and it's time for me to look at it, mm -hmm. like I said, I look at absolutely everything. Right. I'm not going to say whether my team does or does not. Everybody is has their assignments and they do their assignments very well. Um, everybody handles their business. I always look at the director's statement first mm -hmm. and the film synopsis. Right. Okay. There are people on my team that don't. That they watch the film, then they come back and they look at the director's statement to see, or the film synopsis, and the film synopsis, to see if the film lines up with what was said. Right. So, say we have a film coming in, The Barn of Doom. <laughs> I love this example, because it's, I made it up based on like a half a dozen <laughs> real life Barn things. Barn of Doom. Barn so, of so, Doom. Like kind of film. Right, The Barn of Doom. Dun, dun, dun. All right, so I read the film synopsis, the director's statement, and I click on the film, and 
I get through this film. And there's no barn. This was obviously shot in someone's grandma's house. You lost me. What? You could have just changed the title. <laughs> <laughs> Granny's Pad of Horror. Right. Mm. That would have been just fine. Then you didn't lie. You didn't mislead me. So I'm looking to see if, if everything lines up. Mm -hmm. Then my, some of my colleagues, they watch the film, and then they come back, and they're like, that was Grandma's House of Terror. <laughs> Why did you call it the Barn of Doom? That's wrong. <laughs> So they, they, you know, we, <laughs> one goes this direction, the other one goes that direction. We see how it crosses. Yeah. Right. We're looking for those consistencies. We've got ten criteria that we judge a film by, from originality and creativity on down to special effects is broken up into practical and digital. Mm -hmm. We look at pacing. We look at structure. We look at production value, all those sort of things. We go through and each one of those is rated on a ten point. You can also do an average or you can do an overall. We leave, each, we leave comments on the film. Um, whether it's a thumbs up, a thumbs down, a question mark, or award worthy. We have the judging comments, then we have judging notes, mm. and we communicate with each other through that. Uh, look at where the film averages overall. We have periodic meetings, periodic deadlines, early bird, standard, you know, late deadline, that mm. sort of thing. We come together periodically to assess what films have been in, try to do early acceptance when we can which also means that sometimes there's early rejection. Yeah. Which was which, something I was going to ask about, how right. many films are... So, but I go through and I watch that film and I make my comments. Sometimes I watch a film twice because I get to the end and I'm like, man, I don't know. Uh, I have to watch that again and make sure that I'm not coming at it from bias or it turned in the middle somewhere. So what started out as a supernatural piece ends up as a monster piece somehow and I'm like, man, maybe I missed something. Yeah. So I'll go back and watch it again. Hmm. And... Uh, make my notes and, and really consider it, uh, touch base with some of my team members. Be like, hey, would you take a look at such and such? I don't know if it was fantastic or terrible or, you know, if I have a head cold. So help me out here. So that that's part of my process. I do often sit there and take notes so that I'm, I'm staying on path, staying on track. Okay. Mm. That's really interesting, though. I never, I never thought that, you know, you guys were, you know, Every single deadline, you guys are actually watching that bunch, having a kind of meaning about this bunch that, that came in mm. during this deadline phase. That's really good to know. Right. It's really, yeah. And Horror Hound is for the filmmaker. Horror Hound is for yeah. the film fan. We try to be as, as gracious as possible because we're here because we love it. Yeah. Every single one of us. And we all have our own methods of how we do stuff, but. Cool. Cool. Okay, so then let's move on. So say the Barn of Doom, it gets rejected. Sounds <sighs> like it was going to be. <laughs> it didn't it know what it was. Sounds like sounds like that film wasn't making it in. <laughs> it what do filmmakers need to know about dealing with rejection? And we could just do a minor thing because I'm sure the professor of horror has a whole bunch of classes on processing and dealing with and moving on from rejection. On. But how Film do you festival PTSD? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I think I might need I might need to enroll in film pe festival P PTSD. <laughs> I might sometimes. There are days. So um, accepted and rejected. Just because you're rejected doesn't mean it's a bad film. Right. Doesn't mean it's a good film. Doesn't mean it's a bad film. Maybe it doesn't work with the theme. Maybe the length doesn't work. Sound issue, color issue, lighting issue. That it's not going to screen well. Whatever. We have too many of the same flavor, you know. So too many horror zombie flavor. Oh, the Barn of Dune just came in, and there was just too many damn barn movies. Right, and none of them. They knew. didn't have a barn, so <laughs> right. So they lost out because this movie did have a barn. <laughs> right. Um, 
a while back, and when I say a while back, it could have been two days, it could have been 10 years. I'm not, I'm trying not to embarrass anyone. I'm trying to yeah. be respectful of the work that goes into this uh, and the sacrifice that goes into it as well. Mm -hmm. So, but a while back, we got like four films submitted. The first one, or right, one film was came in and it was a really unique perspective. Yeah. Sweet. This is cool. I dig it. Nice. And then over the next month, we got three more that matched that one. We had four of them that had the same basic premise. They were all equally good. Right. They were all equally bad. So we took the one that would work best with, the, with a feature. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, this one of the four mm -hmm. will work really well with this feature film that we were leaning toward accepting. So we'll take this one and this one, put them together. The other three were just fine. There was nothing really wrong with them. Right. It's just I can't have that same premise. And I'm not telling the premise because it was unique. It's really neat. Yeah. Um, yeah, how many zombie films can you have? How many Dracula films can you have? How many ripoffs of, you know, the funny zombie fella from overseas can you have? You know, the buddy <laughs> pair? And, yeah. yeah, you know, you. Yeah. how many of those can you? You, you got to be careful with yeah. that. Yeah. So, but yeah, in Professor Horror, we go into, actually all of your questions, yeah. we go into that in-depth in Professor well, of Horror. Well, that's the point. We're just giving everybody a little taste of the <laughs> Professor of Horror. That's, they... that's really what our show is. We, three years now, we've been leading up to... To this. That's it. We're just, this is a long-term <laughs> advertising campaign. <laughs> okay, so then moving on... Um, actually, there's one thing I wanted to say that we kind of spoke about. When it comes to, to actually, now you have... Your movies that are scored. You have your tens, you have your ones, you have your, you know. Right. I'm assuming that, you know, the top whatever percentage gets in. All right. So the the eights, the nines, and the tens, the, when they, when they. So it's not just the tens. That's, that's, there's more, there's more room for everyone. I don't know that I've ever given anybody a ten. Wow. Okay. You're going to have to really blow me away. Yeah. And to hit all ten of those criteria perfectly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen some tens come through, and I guess I could audit the 475 million films that are on my computer and be like, hey, where did they score? But, <laughs> um, so you've got your eights, your nines, and your tens. Those are pretty easy. Mm -hmm. They're probably going to be nominated as some sort of award winners, mm -hmm. that sort of stuff. Right. That's a very difficult thing to, to decide on, mm -hmm. who, who does win that film, win that award. Mm. Oh, I, 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 do not, I would not like to be in any of your shoes. That sounds super hard. I've been to festivals and everything's damn good. You're like, oh, how did they make this decision? I can't yeah. even decide. Um, well, there was a Ouija board involved. And <laughs> it, oh, wait, no, that's different. Sorry. <laughs> then your, your fours and belows, those are pretty obvious. Yeah. You know, bless their hearts. They tried. They made a movie. At least yeah. they made it. Yeah. They'll, I'm sure they'll get better. Then there's the sixes and sevens. Those are super difficult mm -hmm. because they show promise. When it's a five, somewhere in the fives, it's like, oh, for goodness sakes. Mm. This, that's very difficult. That's probably the hardest one is when they're fives. And you're like, I can't, it's not good enough to show. But it's going to be really difficult to reject this thing mm -hmm. because I don't want to dampen that filmmaker's spirit. Right. You know, to just encourage them to keep, keep going, keep going. Yeah. So encouragement and, 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 you know, kind of acknowledging, especially if you can tell it's a first-time filmmaker, yeah, they, you know, it, that does to come into account for you guys' decisions. It does a little bit. It does a little bit. It's not like, oh, well, they're a first-time filmmaker, well, yeah, and so we're going to let them in. No. 
but uh, we do look and there are check boxes of student film, first, first time, time filmmaker. filmmaker. Mm -hmm. This is quite impressive, especially yeah. for a first time filmmaker. Like, this is a good movie. First time filmmaker. Wow, that's. Is that like a curve that sometimes comes into play occasionally? If it's a ride in a six or a seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like. Like something like like well you've never done anything before. I... Yeah, and it might feed into they get rejected, but we reach out to them personally mm -hmm. and be yeah. like, hey, um, first time filmmaker, you show some real promise. Okay. We want to offer you a, a wristband for the weekend. Come kick it. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Or every very 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 seldom will we give specific feedback to a filmmaker. Yeah. Because then that's not fair to the other filmmakers. Then everybody wants specific feedback. We don't have time for that. Some but people, sometimes a nice, real, real nice pat on the back and just like, hey, you know, we, we acknowledge this we, is your first We try to done. when yeah. we can, when it's yeah. possible. Yeah, mm -hmm. no guarantees, absolutely not. No, and just because we didn't reach out to you doesn't mean that, you know, yeah. you should quit the business and, you know, go be a banker or something terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Don't give okay. a par on it just because of this one thing, you mm -hmm. know. Okay, so then the six and sevens, so that's, that becomes the great debate. Sixes and sevens become the great debate. They end up being filler pieces to help make a more robust festival. Right. Mm. You're looking for something that's unique. You're looking for something that has a, that some element of it is well done, that the audience is going to like. You want to, not all the audience likes the same thing. Some people like the cheesy stuff. Some people yeah. like the heart, heavy gore. Some people like art flicks, mm. you know. So you try to balance it out so that everybody's, Everybody gets a scoop of ice cream. Yeah, so I mean, I, I guess the point of this is what I'm trying to say is, you know, when, if you are rejected, you know, one thing to keep in mind is that you could have been riding a six or seven, and there was just a film that just matched. Like a couple a of different films that just really just yeah. inched you out. Or yeah. just even that it matched, or just, matched yeah, the feature yeah. better than you did. So it, it's nothing that on the quality of your film. Right, right. I mean, it might have been absolute ridiculous, can't run this, obviously you... Yeah. You, but that's about knowing but, your film. Right. Know the film itself. Be be objective to yourself. There are a lot of good films, particularly shorts. Mm -hmm. We get a jillion good shorts. We can't show them all. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now we have Zombie Dog. Zombie Dog gets accepted. Congratulations, okay. Zombie Dog. Congratulations, Zombie Dog. You're going to get a an email from boss man maybe me but usually it comes from boss man that says hey you've been accepted keep an eye out we're going to send you some more information mm -hmm. soon and so then the information starts coming out you know and you start getting told where to submit your your official final gets all done mm -hmm. digital version so that we can start putting it into the programming slot so when the person the volunteer hits the button on the machine or the pro or whoever's running the machine in the screening room then it screens properly that sort of thing mm -hmm. so and please check your emails please respond to your emails check your spam folders if you have if you submitted to a festival search your stuff you haven't heard from them search your stuff reach out to them make sure that your email is correct in your film freeway site maybe you put a comma instead of a period or something like that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But communicate. Uh, I know you said that um, we've we've had the conversation that, uh, and plenty of festivals say the same thing. Whether or not you're going to be there does not does not affect whether or not we're going to take your film. We like your film. We're going to play it. Period. Can your attendance at the festival affect your screening time, though? It can. 
they can if uh, we try to give more premium screening times to filmmakers who are going to be there mm -hmm. versus those who can't for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's but not. That's are, not to say I'm implying that just because you show up, you're going to get the 8 p.m. Saturday night slot. I'm right, not. I'm right. not implying I'm not that, at all. that at all. No, and we're not there saying are, that no. if you don't have a fantastic international where the poor yeah. filmmaker is in Australia right. and sometimes that you're going to get a 2 a.m. That you're going to get a, you know a, <laughs> yeah. a 9 a.m. Yeah, Sunday yeah, yeah, screening yeah. either. Yes. If we like your film and we can show it, it will fit with our program. Mm -hmm. We will screen it. Uh, if the filmmaker is going to be in attendance, it helps us in the scheduling process mm -hmm. and if the filmmaker is not going to be in attendance that also helps us in the scheduling process it lets me know what to anticipate crowd wise and that helps me to build my team mm -hmm. it helps our security people because we do have security in every screening room yeah. um, we're always watching for cell mm -hmm. phones we're always watching for people trying to do bad things and piracy and all of that sort of mm -hmm. stuff so filmmakers going to be in attendance here mm -hmm then we know to watch for these certain things yeah. to, and we need to protect our filmmakers as well because some people get a little woo, right? Yeah. So that helps us with, with um, that helps planning. With planning, programming, yeah. scheduling, you know, having enough people on staff, that sort of stuff. Well, this other one that is fantastic, and <coughs> there have been films that have won awards at Horror Hound that there was not, no a, one not a single person there. Right. There was an award-winning film. It still screened at a good time. Yeah, right. All that sort of yeah. thing. It's, but we know, okay, we don't have to worry about guarding our filmmaker on this mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. But we do need to up security because the filmmaker's not going to have people who are able to also watch Monitor. for piracy. Yeah. yeah. You know, it helps us to plan. Whether or not you're going to be there, and we know it, helps us in all of our planning processes. But we, we love all of our filmmakers equally. Mm -hmm. We appreciate yeah. them, and we really try to be there for the filmmaker as best we possibly can. Okay. I say, think critically about yourself mm -hmm. and make sensible decisions for yourself and your film. As an academic, I still want to encourage people to reach for things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you were going to submit to... Um, a film fest, a high, highly regarded film festival that you can't attend, you'd still submit. So if you can be there, it's great. If you can't be there, there's still some, some fantastic pieces. Yeah. See if you can, if you're not going to be able to be there, see if you can work with the film fest team that you could submit some sort of a statement. I've read statements from the filmmaker before to the audience. Mm -hmm. You know, hello ladies and gentlemen and zombies. Uh, I'm so-and-so, I made such-and-such, such. thank you so much for being here. Unfortunately, I couldn't be here, you know, the teleprompter thing. Yeah, and, or, or the, the video message. Vi yeah, the video We've message seen a bunch thing. Of them. You know, so just think critically about your situation hmm. and make the best decision for you and your film at that time. And then as a festival, as a programmer, we consider whether or not the, the filmmaker is going to be there, but we consider it for a zillion reasons. Yeah. Because we have to plan our fest mm -hmm. and plan right. our team. Yeah. Right. So. And prep the team to know if, whether or not there's going to be a filmmaker there to right. be working with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And is this, but this last festival, we had, I'm going to say there were three standout films that were super heavily attended by the filmmaker and their teams. Mm -hmm. Okay. They let us know ahead of time, hey, I'm going to be there. I'm going to bring all my people. Yeah. I need to, they, they get two free tickets wristbands per film 
and then you know they bought like a hundred extra for all of their. Yeah. So we knew, okay, we got to is... ramp up. Yeah. Because there's going to be this rolling horde of yes. beautiful chaos You're that's going to come. Seven o'clock at yeah. six thirty, yeah. our line is going to triple. Yeah. yeah. Right. They're going <laughs> to inundate. There's going to be a ton of questions, Q and A yeah. afterwards stuff. We're going to have to be able to move them out to get the next group in. Those sort of things. Be aware of the next group coming in. That, that you know, because you're going to have. So even for something as simple as that, you know, a, a film that's not going to have a filmmaker in attendance, it's good to know because then you you can put it with maybe something a little bit longer and push that time because if there's not going to be anybody there, you have you don't really need the time for a Q and A. Something I like can that. Be I can be more cognizant of what I've got to be cognizant right. of. Right. And it's just it's just communication, 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 communication. Right. Think critically about your situation. Okay, cool. so then let's go back to our zombie dog that got accepted. Okay. Um, you really like the zombie dog. Movie. I really like zombie dogs. That's your okay. favorite. Yeah. Well, you need to you need to attend the horror hound in March because there is a a food Ooh. vendor mm -hmm. that is uh, delicious hot dog related. My the, my people, my mm. friends <laughs> that eat hot dogs, they say yeah. it's amazing. Okay. It's hot dog related. Okay. Uh -huh. So you keep mentioning zombie dogs. They have something on the something similar to that on oh, the menu. Oh, zombie dog hot dog or something like something that. Something like okay, that. Okay. Okay. Something like that. So I you can might get that behind a good good hot dog. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm gonna put that on my calendar and think about attending. <laughs> <the next time. laughs> All right. So zombie dog gets it's accepted. Yep. So they should be not only getting their final, or they should already have prepared. Let's be honest. You should already have your final prepared. You should also have marketing stuff prepared. So now you have all of their marketing materials. You have all their, their good stuff. Um, Zombie Dog's going to be in attendance. Wonderful. So uh, they're planning ahead now. They're getting their postcards printed. They're getting their swag made. Uh, okay. They're talking to you. Is there anything that they should be telling you besides, you know, who's who's we're going to be in attendance, who here's who we're bringing? Um, they should be reaching out to you if they have posters or et cetera, et cetera, for like display options. Because we've seen some people, uh, the new thing that we've seen, which is crazy, is they have a portable light light box for posters now, where it's insane. But it's really, really surprising. Like it, it pops up. It's it's seven feet tall and it actually lights the, the poster thing. yeah that's fabulous yeah. Yeah. yeah so these are all things that they should be reaching out and thinking about when presenting their film and, and reaching out to you and having a conversation about marketing their film definitely now remember i have a job to do yeah i am busy yeah you know my team has jobs to do they're right. busy so again think critically about you your situation your film mm -hmm. gather up all your comments your questions your concerns give it to me in a concise concise and, email yeah right don't message me every day for two solid weeks <laughs> with a different thing hey hey michelle what do i do uh can you recommend a hotel look on the website hey can you recommend a place to eat ask google hey hey uh do you know Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Can, uh, can I bring posters? Yeah. Do you, can I bring t-shirts? Duh. Why are you, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Think this through. See if you know other filmmakers who are going to be there. Right. Talk with them. Mm -hmm. Network with other filmmakers. See what questions you can get answered on your own. Now, I mean, if you're coming from Timbuktu and you're asking me about a hotel, bless your heart. I'm going to, and even those who aren't, they're down the street from me. I still send them the link. I'm like, here, mm -hmm. check the website. Because we all have those mm -hmm. deer in the headlights, can't see the forest for the trees moments. And right. we try, Horror Hound tries to be kind. Especially when you get accepted to Horror Hound. You're so excited. Like, we're going to hit the Horror Hound. We're going to go to Horror Hound. <laughs> like, I don't have a hotel room. Uh, where are you going to stay? I'm going to sleep in my car. 
It gets, <laughs> it's cold in Cincy yeah. in, no, in uh, March, so be careful. But uh, yeah, yeah. So think about those sort of things. And when you communicate to me, communicate in a professional, polite, concise business manner. Mm. If you can send me a message and say, hey, you're so excited to be around. Yeah. Um, these are the things that we're bringing. These are the swag that we have. Mm -hmm. Can we have a table? Do we, or how do tables work? Do we buy? Is there a shared one? Yeah. That sort of thing. What do I do about this? What do I do about that? I have a seven foot light up poster. I've got this going on. I have a 17 foot tall uh, Yeti. Monster <laughs> cut out, yeah. Yet, you know. I've got my actor showing up in full costume, right, including right. stilts. Right, yeah. exactly, exactly. Uh, my mom's going to be there and her bridge club and her hunting club <laughs> both. They're going to be in attendance and be like, hey, make sure that they leave their cards um, in the car because we don't mm -hmm. need any sharks going on. Don't bring your real firearms into yeah. the show. Yeah. Um, but, you know, hey, we're going to have 100 people there, this sort of stuff. That sort of, you know, you want to go ahead and send me that all together. Hey, this is what I got. This is what I'm doing. Right. What do you need from me? Fantastic. Communication yeah. is good. Yeah. Okay, great. So once once zombie dogs, they are now at where it's Harhound weekend. We're zombie at dog is here. Weekend. We're at Harhound weekend. We're not right now, but we're pretending in in the pretend pretend world. You got her all excited. I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I started to get a little nervous though because I don't have my bag of wristbands and, and directions. <laughs> she was checking the two of us like you don't have wristbands. What are you doing There's here? A line out the door. Um, <laughs> So yes, yeah, so and now zombie dog shows up. They're obviously going to check check in with you. Right. Do the introduction. Hey, damn zombie right. dog. Get your passes. Get your wristbands. Yep. Uh, so then wander the floor. And what is your best advice for for getting people to get butts into seats? What can a filmmaker do to help you guys get people into the film festival? So we promote every film the same. Mm -hmm. We promote everything equally. And uh, it's up to the filmmaker to do their marketing to, yeah. you know, go out and, and bring their crowd in and their team, they're them to bring their crowd in. You get there, you're going to message us. One of us is going to meet you. Uh, I love to see people taking notes, really paying attention when I tell them, here's, here's your screening block, here's your information, this is the stuff you need to know, all of that. Right. I love to see them taking notes or I pay attention in a way that I know that they hear me because mm -hmm. that means they're not going to message me to ask me the same thing 12 times. Horror Hound is a Friday night, Saturday, Sunday thing. Mm -hmm. I usually get there on Wednesday, and I don't leave till Monday. Right. Okay, so mm -hmm. this is a big piece for mm -hmm. us. So they get their information. I encourage them and their team. We encourage them and their team. Get out there, start telling people about your film. Put up your posters. Hand out your business cards, your, your postcards, all of that sort of stuff. Swag goes a long way. Get out there and start beating the street with it, you know, talk to reporters. You should have already been talking to reporters and press, but talk to the ones that are there. Get mm. out and network, 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 network. Right. And don't be afraid, you know, to hand stuff out either. I think that's a big thing, you know, have swag ready and ready. be mentally prepared for it to be swag. You know, if somebody likes your button, hand it over. If somebody likes your poster, you know, somebody, another filmmaker especially, I mean, what we do, when we have swag, but we, you know, we often switch posters with a lot of the filmmakers. You know, if film one filmmaker likes your poster, switch table. a poster. Especially if they Especially have a if table. They have to have a table. Them there, then they end up leaving our poster on their table. Yeah. And we have their poster on our table. But yeah, that's another really yeah. good one. Make friends with the other filmmakers, right? Definitely. Network, 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 network. Because it's a small community. You're going to need each other. You know. And take pictures, I'm assuming, too. I think social oh, media is I encouraged, a, yeah, definitely. Make sure everybody's okay with being in that picture, though. Be respectful. Yeah. Not everybody's having a you know good hair day or whatever be respectful <laughs> of that kind of stuff 
some people um, some people might be talking to somebody that they've got an NDA with. Right. Be respectful of conversations. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, handing out swag, that's wonderful. Yeah, mm -hmm. hand it out. Uh, there are some that sell their, their swag. It's up to you. You do whatever works for you. Again, that's that critical thinking thing again. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then... Um is this my? I guess my question is: Is this something that a film, that that a horror hand or a film festival would take note of? Getting to know that, getting at least not, not holding it against one way or the other, but it is something that like, oh, but these guys are really here and really working it. You know, they're handing out their swag. They're doing the right thing. Is this? I mean, yeah. I think what she's asking is yeah. how much do the festival organizers pay attention to what the filmmakers are doing? Yeah, we don't miss a thing. There you go. There we go. All right. Um, something might slip through the cracks here and there, but we're a team. Mm -hmm. So just because um, boss doesn't see it doesn't mean I didn't notice it. Right. Just because I didn't notice it doesn't mean the rest of the team didn't notice it. Mm -hmm. You know, so if somebody's behaving poorly, consistently, we've mm -hmm. all stuck our foot in our mouths here and there. But uh, if somebody's behaving poorly, if someone's behaving beautifully, mm -hmm. when we see filmmakers who are out there, happy, smiling, shaking hands, networking, working with the fans, handing out posters, handing out t-shirts, handing out buttons. That means a lot. That means a great deal. And those most successful films from this last festival, that's what they did. They were... They had boots on ground. Yeah, they had an army on the ground. Yeah. They were ready to do it. They were planned. Pre-production mm -hmm. comes in handy in post mm -hmm. and comes in handy at, on every aspect of it. So... Um, I think one of the most important aspects that you can remember when you're going to a festival or when you're reaching out to the film festival is to mind your manners and remember that we're all in this together, you know. Sometimes I get emails from filmmakers who are trying to bully their way into the festival and mm. I'm, it's not like I'm never going to watch your films ever again or anything, but I'm, I'm going to be aware of, hey, this person is, is trying to bully their way in as opposed to someone who's like, hey, I understand. Uh, that you rejected my film and that that hurts, but I you know I understand it, um, or I'd like to understand it, or thank you for reviewing my film. Unfortunately, you rejected it. Would you be willing to reach out? Would you be willing to have a conversation with me so I can make better pieces? Mm -hmm. So, having uh, having good manners, being respectful, and considering the people that you are working with and that you're emailing or calling or, or messaging that that goes a long way because mm -hmm. again it's a it's a small community <coughs> and it's about fostering relationships and you want to be mm -hmm. aware of um, you know kind of how you're coming off and we did that with theta every all the rejections and I got I emailed and responded and said you know thank you I know you can't do everything I, I'm not taking it personal and I asked for feedback if they could give it some of them said yes and some of them said no you know uh, as you said you get hundreds of films and it's like mm -hmm. we don't have time to give feedback for everything you know so filmmakers have to understand don't take that personal so I can't do feedback for one and not everybody else so here, then here's a good one to you it, you don't have to send the email if you get rejected you don't have to send an email saying thank you for coming considering my film I appreciate it look forward to submitting again you don't have to at all send that email as a filmmaker right I mean, that's going to be up to you. You don't have to send me an email or the team an email that says, hey, thanks for considering my film. Maybe maybe the next one will make it. Just whatever message you, if you do choose to send a message, yeah. make sure that it is, it is polite, it's respectful, you're respecting people, you have some grace about yourself, mm -hmm. that sort of thing, because that's going to go a lot further. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And if it, you and it doesn't if, hurt. 
it yeah. doesn't hurt to send that email. And it might help if it's polite. Foster, if as long as it's polite. Foster that relationship. <laughs> you want to foster communication. You want to yeah. foster community. Yeah. yeah. Odds are you're going to send that email though when I'm getting right mm -hmm. ready to go to fest. So know that I'm probably going to. It's going to take me a while to respond. Mm -hmm. I might not respond. I might right. forget. Yeah. So if you follow, then follow up with me a few weeks after the fest to be like, hey, um, I hope that your festival went well. Mm -hmm. Maybe next time, yeah. something like that. That that shows uh, shows some class, yeah. you know, yeah. and and be respectful of the work that other people are doing, so that we can be respectful of the work that you're doing. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Is that the end of the list? Yeah, that's the end of the list. That's it. You've gotten through. You did that very well. <laughs> you did that very well. I don't think you need me on the show anymore. Gonna, <laughs> this is my retirement. I'm putting my two weeks. <laughs> no, but you bring your fabulous hair to it. That's really okay. All right, I can do that. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> so, Michelle, uh, professor of horror, what's going on with that? Yeah. Where can they find you? Where can they find more information? Where they, can they get all of this amazing help and get more information on, than what you just kind of shared with us here? Well, my part of that information is not being released yet because mm -hmm. my marketing team is working on that, but we are promoting on, we're starting to promote on Facebook. There's some web pieces that are coming out. There's some YouTube stuff, working with some filmmakers, that sort of thing. Uh, Professor O'Hara is starting out again as one course, mm -hmm. but there's a, a plan in place of having multiple courses, seminars, workshops, lectures uh, online and on the ground to help filmmakers to network and socialize. I do consulting work. I'm often sent films to review specifically for the filmmaker. We sign an NDA. Um, that way, you know, there it's it's everything's private. Uh, people send me scripts to look at and give them feedback on. Mm -hmm. Sometimes somebody will say, hey, this is, I have a two hour and 37 minute feature. I've been staring at this for so long, I can't see anything anymore. Would you please review this and tell me where to cut? Um, or I have a 38 minute short, would you take a look at this and tell me where to cut? Yeah. Would you tell me with what I'm doing right, what I'm doing wrong, how I can improve it? I do a lot of that kind of stuff. Sometimes we'll jump on a phone call and I'll just talk them through, yeah. you know, help to talk them off the water tower. You know, oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed. I don't know where to start. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I do. I'm, I'm booked pretty solid right now, but um, I am starting to look at taking new clients to to help with their uh, their indie horror stuff. I'm, I'm specializing in indie horror. I'll do a little documentary. I only touch comedy if it's in with horror. So I can't tell you about your, I, I can't tell you much about your, your comedy. That's yeah, not don't contact special. you for romantic comedies. Mm -hmm. I, I can't, yeah, rom-coms rom are not my deal unless it's like there's like zombies in it or yeah. something. Yeah. I might be able to help you there. <laughs> but Professor of Horror, there's, uh, there's the course, there's the consulting, freelancing, work one-on-one -on -one with you, yeah. help you with your film. I've gone on set a couple of times, that sort of thing. Okay, and where can they cool. find you? They can find me on Facebook. They mm -hmm. can find me through Horror Hound. Mm -hmm. um, and thank you so much for having me here. It's been absolutely wonderful. You're delightful to work with. <laughs> the questions that you gave sound like you really put some effort into it and considered your audience as well. So I look forward to hopefully seeing you both at Horror Hound in one degree or another next time we meet up. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for mm -hmm. uh, educating us a little, Miss Professor of Horror. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for being here. That was enlightening. Thank you for your work in the <laughs> film community. Thank you for your work on this podcast. I'm sure you're reaching many, many people. 
and building that rapport and that community. So cheers to Indy Horror, folks. Uh, so that's going to do it this week on Filmmaking Sucks. I hope you got something out of that. And if you didn't, you weren't paying attention. Uh, <laughs> check out, uh, go follow JK, who's no, remember, no longer doing Horror Happens. He is now uh, Leave No Film Festival Unturned. He is your source for every single indie horror festival that he can make it to and that you need to know. If you're doing way beyond, he, work, he writes for Horror Hound as well. I love J.K. Yeah. J.K. is an amazing yeah. human being. <laughs> uh, J.K. handles himself as a polite and fun professional. Mm. Uh, he's doing some great work in the horror community. He's helping to build that community and keep that, that community networked together. And so. he's looking to connect he's, us all, which I think is a really he's important piece. killing himself piece. for you. Yeah. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's a really important mission that he has, you know, connecting both filmmakers and film festivals and really, you know, uh, letting us see each sides yeah. of, of the fence. Yeah. So find his no, Leave No Film Festival Unturned community on Facebook. He has a, uh, a post that I believe is pinned to the page mm -hmm. where he leaves open for festival directors and organizers to post their dates the times that they're open, when, when they open for submissions and tickets, everything. Just go through this 500. Uh, 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 if you if you want, it is a shortcut to finding all of your films right there on his page. So go join that. Go join our indie film indie filmmaker community on Facebook. We share that with a couple other po uh, filmmaking podcasts that I'm sure you listen to. And if you don't, why are you not? <laughs> Come join it. Say hello and meet plenty of other filmmakers like yourself working their way up. Um, any final word or hashtag for you this time? No, I hashtag film community. All right. Actually, hashtag horror community. Cool. All right, everybody, get out there, make your films. Good luck and good night. Murder is wrong, but horror is right. <laughs> <laughs> I like it.